Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Coming to you live from downtown Detroit, this is Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. With your host, Joel O'Connor. This is a volatile puppy here, isn't it? And Dennis Dick. I've been a penny. I will buy the stock for a penny. With everything you need to start your trading day. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Conan, Dennis Dick, Mitch Hot with you this morning. As always, what else can we talk about besides Tesla to the moon, Bitcoin to the moon, Sarepta uh, to whatever the opposite of the moon is? Uh, this morning, we have a jobs number as well at 830. Don't forget about that. Jason Raznick is our guest. He'll be on at 8. 4845 somewhere in that window want to remind you all to hit that like button as well help us out on youtube we appreciate that lot to get to let's go to joel here joel tell us what is doing in the overnight session uh s and is up 1150 at 3807 crude's up 83 cents at 51.66 uh gold in the red by 24.40 at 1889.20 uh, silver matching that on the downside. That's down fifty-five cents at twenty-six seventy-two, and in a new handle. Well, I guess it touched it yesterday. Bitcoin. That's up two thousand two hundred fifty dollars at forty-one thousand eight hundred and seventy-five. When will it hit fifty k? Good morning, Triple D. No, and uh, if we could go up like this every week, you know, like this week, where, where will the market be at the end of the year? Well, it's hard. I mean, you know, you think you get a little pullback. You got to pull back for one day. The January, you know, I was talking about maybe some people take some profits. It lasted one day. And once they didn't go down on the protests, you know, the market completely ignored that. You're like, wow, they're going to rip this thing because we're going to get past this. And that's just what continues to happen. I mean, Tesla is, again, the poster child for this market. I don't care if you trade Tesla, you don't trade Tesla, you leave it on your screen. It is your indicator overall. As long as Tesla continues to rip, this market is going to continue to rip because it is being led by FOMO. And the number one FOMO stock is Tesla. It is up here again this morning. We have another upgrade, another bear throwing in the towel. Back-to-back days, bears throwing the towel. I don't know where the party ends. It will end eventually, but I said I could go to a 1000 bucks. It might go to a thousand bucks by the end of the month. It's crazy right now. It's went up 150 points in four trading sessions. Adam Jonas upgrades the stock three days ago, three days ago, for when the stock's at 730. 
upgrades and, and raises price target to 810. It's three days later. It's 850. Is Adam Jonas got to raise his price target again next week? I mean, this is just crazy right now. And this stock is the poster child for it. So you 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 you, you play the rally until it doesn't work anymore. I mean, you, you try to short Tesla and you get your head ripped off. People keep trying to call tops on this every single day. Somebody tweeting at me, 780, I'm short it. This is the top. It's 850 two days later. That's, you just lost 10% of your money. I mean, it's tough. It's tough to be short anything right now, and especially the stocks making new all-time highs. Does it end ugly? Sure, but who the hell knows when that is? Uh, trading at the, I'll just give you trading at the highs of the pre-market session. So, I mean, right there, right now, 1852.73, I believe we just ticked there. So, no numbers. There's no numbers. I, I have a new line in the sand, but I haven't at least waited a day or two to give it because changes so rapidly here but uh trading at the highs of the pre-market session maybe if you have some weekly options or something i don't know maybe came in today you bought the 840s you're thinking wow I, you know i got lucky on these they're now worth you know at least i wonder what they were going for yesterday the i bet you they were for one day i you bet you they know? were super expensive oh yeah oh yeah for one day those options going to be expensive you don't make it's hard to make money buying options in tesla and, you know, I know people are going to say, oh, yeah, but I did it. Well, yeah, but it's going straight up here. But, I mean, it, it's you're not getting rich buying options in Tesla unless you were going way outside before this move. Once the move gets going. So what 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 strike did you want to know? Well, 840s that expired today. 840s that expired today. And I have yeah, let me guess. Let rate. me guess. I don't have my platform open. Uh, where did it close at? Um, it closed They're at... They're less than you think. I, it's what? They were less than you think. I Ten can't bucks? believe. No, they were three dollars and fifty cents. They were actually three seventy to three ninety. Wow! The so, so call it three ninety if you had to. If you want to lift the offer, it was going to be three dollars and ninety. Four bucks. Yeah, under four bucks. It's actually okay. So some people are getting rich on the option. I take it all <laughs> back. I don't know. I wouldn't be writing an option on Tesla. You know, thirty no. points out of my one day to go because I was seeing this thing go a hundred points. That could be an expensive four dollars. It can go to 900 today. It can do that. Is it going to do that? I don't think so. Are they going to pull the rug out from under it eventually? Yes, but holy. I will say one thing. If you are an options buyer, if you like buying options, the day to do it is the day before expiration and the day of expiration on those weeklies. Because if you can you know, say, oh, this is looking sleepy and it might go today and you predict a move, that's where you don't have the time value, time premium in there anymore, and you can make some money. But, you know, for every one you try, it's like a needle in a haystack. You know, another one might not work out. You know, I've, I, I've played weekly options, but when I'm doing them, I'm usually doing them. Sometimes I do them like with an hour to go. Well, I'm like, okay, I think I can get a move. And I've talked about this before. Sometimes, you know, remember you've got after hours too. People don't realize that. But remember, you know, we talked about it on the show when Tesla closed at 695 on ep- expiration uh, uh, Friday last month. There, there's a and the stock trade down to 680 afterwards. Most of those 680, like if you had a 685 call, a 690 call, most of those did not get exercised because you couldn't sell the 695. You had to sell it at 680 after hours. So unless you actually had your short out there and got your print at 695, nobody was getting that print. So anybody who got exercised, you know, at 685 calls, they, oh yeah, I made 10 bucks. Try to sell nope. the stock. Try to sell the stock. It's just because it's in, on paper you made $10. Try to sell it on Monday. Because on Monday it opened at six seventy, so options you can make money actually. Just I used to buy them like sometimes with a few minutes to go if they were just like at the money, 
And the way I would do it, and if stock, let's say XYZ, I buy the 50 calls for a penny and stock closed at like $49.99. Everybody thinks, oh, you're good. You throw it like a 50-10 short. If somebody lifts your 50-10 offer after hours, I execute my calls. I just made 11 cents. So you can execute, and and I, and I be an interactive broker can go till 4.30. So you got to call your broker and make sure, you know, before you start doing those strategies, make sure your broker allows it because it's broker to broker. But I know interactive brokers is 4.30. So you have an extra half an hour there after hours with these weeklies as well. So I don't just necessarily stop looking at 4 o'clock. I look after hours. And if I've got calls, I'll throw some off some shorts out there because if I get hit, or if I get lifted, I can right. just exercise my call make the money. All right, uh, let's talk about, we got one stock in the entire universe uh, that's having a bad day. So let's talk, and we haven't talked about it in a long time, Sarepta. Oh, my Lord here. Taking a beating. Spencer, give the details. Yeah, I, I, I guess I didn't realize that they were still on this Duchenne muscular dystrophy uh, thing, but I guess they are. So they had some uh, some data last night. They reported uh the first part of a uh of a phase two study and this see this is this is a lesson in being really careful taking an extra second to look at a press release from a biotech or a healthcare company because they they can be tricky because yeah. here because here, here's what the pr said the, yeah. the, the the press release said sarepta announces results for part one of study uh yada 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 the chain muscular dystrophy met the primary biological endpoint. That was the yeah. first bullet point. If you didn't go past the first bullet point, all you saw was that they met the primary endpoint. Oh. The, the second bullet point was where the money was. Yeah. Because the second bullet point, yeah, let me get it right here. The there we go. The, the second bullet point said that, however, the study did not achieve statistical significance on the primary functional endpoint of improvement. Yada, yada, yada. So anyway, it, it can pay to take an extra second to look at these PRs if you're following them in the after-hour session. Yeah. That's uh, the one, it was halted, though. Um, right. The stock itself that, was true. halted, that's so you too. didn't see the rip-up. But you, I'm going to tell you were, you're correct because you know what ripped up? Bring up XBI and bring up IBB. Bring up XBI was the best one because the algos read that. And they're like, oh, 1% XBI. So Raptor's going to rip on this. And they bought XBI up. And then, and then it tanked. So somebody bid it up, literally fifty cents on that headline, because they're like, "Oh, it's one percent for Sarepta." You know, goes up, you know, fifty or eighty or hundred points on this. It's gonna obviously lift up the XBI as well. And funny thing is, they were wrong, and obviously one forty nine seventy. And then they turned around. Now XBI is trading down. So when you see a stock that's you know held in a lot of ETFs down fifty percent. You've got to be aware of that, that it's going to put pressure on the ETF because you look at the IBB and it's got 1%, you know, Sarepta in it, basically 1%. I think if I give you the exact number, I had it up here. Um, it's, yeah, it's 1.15%. So that means just for Sarepta today, the IBB needs to be down at least half a percent. So, and it is, you can see it this morning. So if you're scratching your head, why is there an IBB down? Well, it's got 1% Sarepta in it. Obviously, BBH is going to be down more because it has 3.45% Sarepta in it. It's a thinner one. It hasn't really traded, but it's going to open down for Sarepta 1.7%. So if you go $175 stock, it's going to open down 3 or $4. So just to make up for Sarepta. But what do you do here? Let's take away from the Real ETF. quick, guys, before we do that, let's just do a little lesson here. Um, someone asked Surf Lion Ba, 
uh, are halts automatic. So there's different kind of halts. Just, uh, you know, the company can say, hey, you know, we got some material news coming. But there's also um, price halts. So different kind of halts. But this one came from the, <laughs> came from the company and said, hey. You know, we got a halt, but then there's automatic halts that take place when it's, when stocks move a certain percentage point. Go ahead. So Dave, there's this, and they are not. Your answer to your question is no. They are not automatic. It is up to the company to issue that we have material news coming out and to issue a halt. Uh, some companies do it. Some companies don't. I actually think all companies should do it. I see. You see, I'd say half the time when a stock gets taken over, half the time they don't halt it. Nope. I think every stock that's going to come out and announce a takeover should should halt the stock ahead of time. Why? Because you have people who, like myself, who might be making a market, get picked off on the news by the algos. I mean, I really think you know that it's not fair that you have algorithmic traders like high frequency traders going to trade in milliseconds, pick off everybody unsuspecting. The reason for the halt is to allow everyone, even a human being, to process process that information and make a more informed trading decision. So I think, you know, when you have material news like, you know, a drug that's going to make the stock fall 50% or you have a takeover, that they should halt the stock ahead of time. But a lot of times they don't. So it's up to the company to, you know, basically call the exchange, say, hey, we have material news coming out. We need you to halt the stock. Um, And then the halt that Joel was talking about are the volatility pauses, which were put in after the financial crisis. And that varies per stock, but you know it, it depends. Like some stocks are three percent, some stocks are five percent, some stocks are ten percent. Stocks moves more than five percent a five minute period, they halt it for five minutes to let you know. And and this is why you know when you see material news coming out on small cap, it halts and then it opens and then it halts and then it opens because of those volatility pauses. But so that's the two different types. All right, uh, this one, believe it or not, this is easy peasy on the technicals. Uh, 80 bucks. I mean, come on. It was through that. It was through it. I know. But it's a big level. Look at it. All right. All right. Call me a liar. 73.86, whatever that March low is. That also was the low um, in June before it catapulted. It came down to that level. Ooh, that bottomed after the, uh, although that was still in 19. Came down there a couple times in 19. Couldn't get down there during the financial crisis. I mean, that you you want that's where you want to look. I seven. I mean, the pre market low was right there, just under eighty. But that whole zone there, you know, seven. I have to give a big zone in here. But can it come down here? Can it find support? Can it consolidate for a couple days and then turn up? But that's uh, you know, for something like this, you got to give yourself a zone. There's my zone for Sarepta. No position. I mean, if you're in this stock, and I know there's some people who are in it, even though everybody on Twitter would never admit that because nobody on Twitter loses money. Yeah, no money. one. No, but if short. you're in the stock, I, I, it's it's impossible to say really what to do from here. I mean, a lot of this is what this isn't a this isn't a, this is a pretty big company. I mean, this isn't a one trick pony. They've got a drug that's out there, but it's not. It's a it's a drug company that doesn't have a lot of tricks. So this is a huge setback. Does Sarepta re-emerge? Is this the dip? I don't think it, it it's immediate. It's mean it's already been bought to a certain extent. It's 10 points off the lows, the pre-market lows. But if you think this is going back to $150 next week, it's not. Um, could it be back there if the you know if the news fundamental news, if they get this drug? Because was this just completely 
scrapped or you know this is just you know a setback here spencer i i believe this is just like a setback in getting Correct. this drug to approval so we've seen actually sarepta i remember we remember when it was like it had their their other drug that got approved um the stock tank from like 40 to 8 and then it ended up getting approved later on and the stock obviously now 168 dollars. so i kind of want to put this in my long-term portfolio and not look at it but i've been burned so many times trying to buy dips on pharmaceutical companies that it almost stops me from doing it because a lot of times they continue to leak so it's still a coin flip down here this isn't just an automatic win if you buy the dip in my opinion yeah and to answer your point yes as i understand it this is just a setback they're not canceling the study or anything like they're still they're still on this they're still trying to push this drug through it's not a stop and you know it's still for muscular dystrophy yep yep well come on what was the name of that we should know the name of that original drug what what, i can't um, remember yeah that was like four years ago that was a lot um the stock went down to eight dollars it was 40 and went down to eight when and if you look at the chart so you can figure out when it was if you go back oh you might have to go oh no actually 38, it was eight in the pre-market, so I can see it's back in January of 2016. Went from 38 to 11, and then you can oh, see it, about it, six it was uh, was it Vondis? No, I don't no, know. No, that doesn't no. ring a bell. Okay, anyway, it doesn't just, matter. Um... I, I just want the point I wanted to make, and <laughs> the point I wanted to make was people automatically think, oh, you buy the dip, you win money. It's tough in pharmaceuticals because sometimes you don't. Um, I do like Sarepta, though, as a company. I do think they're going to get past this, and it makes me kind of want to buy the dip, but I'm not buying the dip on the first day. All right, let's move on here. Uh, let's talk about Boeing. Uh, fine yesterday. So I, I guess this means that, this, this. That, that the 737 Max thing story is is behind them. Is, is is that what this means? So here's the, the number. Uh, this was out yesterday after the close. They uh, settled essentially with the U.S. government for two point five billion dollars, which is I don't know, kind of a slap on the wrist if you ask me. Um, but that's it. So I, I, I guess it means that this is behind them. Um, this is I don't know. It's a reopening play. I mean, it all depends on what's happening with the reopening. So are we, you know, past the virus? The the thing that's going to affect Boeing and NCLH, which I own, and, you know, the, the casinos, is if we are past and if this mutated virus, and, and this, is the, this is the big if, does the vaccine work on the mutation? We don't have the answer to that question yet. Well, so, that answer, so, far, so far, they're saying it does. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, though. They say they think. Moderna said they think it does. Pfizer said they think it does. I don't know if I think it does. Does it or not? Obviously, if they came out and said, we don't think it does, this, the stocks are all going to tank, and they're, it's gonna, so they're not going to just say they think it does. Do they really know? I don't know if they have the answer to that. But if the answer is yes, then we're going to have this reopening trade you know, in 2021 work. If the answer to that question is no, we're all going back into lockdown and we got major problems. If the answer, I'm going to say it again, if the answer to the question, and the question is, does the current vaccine work on the mutated version of COVID? If the answer to that question is no, I have no idea what the answer is. If it is no, by if, it is, if it's even a 1% chance, if it is no, these reopening stocks are all in big trouble. So if you get the headline one day 
And that crosses the tape that the Pfizer vaccine does not work on the mutated version. Katie bar the door. We are going to see Boeing lose 30, 40 points that day because this will be a major, major issue. Now, I hope it does work. Pfizer thinks it works. Moderna thinks it works. So I hope and pray that the answer is yes. If it's no, the thing's going to keep mutating. We're never going to get ahead of it. So if it's no, we got major problems. So we hope we hope it's not the answer to that question is not no. But that's the I, risk. If you're buying Boeing, you do have the risk that this vaccine might not work on the mutated version. Right. And then the other question that you were asking on Twitter uh, was that um, if you get the vaccine, does it prevent you from uh, still passing it on? And uh, my medical consultant said, maybe. <laughs> it, uh, it, it definitely will uh, lessen, the, if you get it, it will lessen the severity severity of it. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you still can't transmit it. But that's you know the question what? too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but the like market, I asked question, think so. I asked a question on Twitter yesterday. You go yep. out and you get vaccinated. Like Lisa's been vaccinated. Can she have enough? You know, so she gets exposed to COVID. Which you know, you get vaccinated, you're probably going to be doing more things, so that you have a higher likelihood of getting exposure. And especially Lisa being a doctor. Um, but can she? You know, so she doesn't get sick from it because she has a vaccine. But does she have enough? that she can make you sick, you know, Joel, you know, bring it into your house. I I don't think we have the answer to that question either. No, we do not. So we have still a lot of unknowns here. So just thinking, yeah, yeah, we're past COVID. But I'm going to give you, we're not past COVID. We are not past COVID. The market thinks we're past COVID, but it doesn't totally even think we're past COVID because some of these reopening stocks are still depressed. So it's still cautious. It's why it's buying tech stocks hand over fist because they think Tesla works no matter what. They think Apple works no matter what. They think, you know, the you know Amazon works and Amazon hasn't been running just because it needed to digest. But, I mean, they think a lot of these stocks work no matter what. It, it, there's a lot of unknowns here. You, you could see how 2021 could turn ugly yet. There is that possibility. But, you know, right now, there's nothing in the tape to make us, you know, and just looking for looking technical analysis. There's no reason to be short this market. There's absolutely no reason to. It shrugs off all bad news. You know, you have Tesla, the poster child for, you know, this market. You have an Apple headline last night that they're going to work with Hyundai on their battery for their Apple car. You think maybe that'll spook Tesla shorts a little bit or Tesla longs a little bit. It doesn't spook them at all. They say, bring it on. Apple car, you suck. We're Tesla. We have everything. We're going to control 110% of the EV market. That's what they believe. We're going to control 110% of it. That's, obviously, the pie is only 100%. I'm making no, it no. But they believe <laughs> that it is going to be Tesla, and that is it. Because that's what this valuation says they believe. You know what? Who am I to like argue with it, though? It doesn't make sense, but it doesn't matter. The story is fully intact. It doesn't respond to bad news. There's absolutely no reason to be short this stock on a technical basis right now. You're just trying to be a hero. If you're shorting at 855, you're trying to be a hero. Because you know what? This could be 1,000 next week. It could also be 700. It's going to pull the rug out from under. It's going to lose 150 points in one day. But we don't know know when that day is. It could be 1,200 when it does. And then it comes down to 1050 and you're still losing. Trying to be a hero and call the top on Tesla is a way to lose a lot of money. It's going to top out and probably top out in the next day or two because it's just gone parabolic again. But who knows where that price is? 
And no I, one if, knows. If Tesla, if Tesla ever comes down to earth, this is going to make for a hell of a lesson and a good book, I think, just about market psychology. Well, we're, if, we, if I we have those comes. books. If those books exist. Go, go to 2002 and read some of the books that were written. Yes, you know, yeah. I, and, and again, you know, the CFA curriculum. I took my CFA uh, in 2000, 2001, 2002. And I can remember in, in, the, in the, my first level of CFA, which I took in the year 2000, they put this whole new section in the CFA magazine, how to value stocks that don't make money. And Tesla makes money, but it's not, you know, the, the example. But, you know, there's so many stocks that they're just ripping that may never make money. How to value stocks. They had a whole chapter on how to value stocks that do not make money. In 2002, they removed that chapter because you know why? And I can remember my course instructor, because I had a course instructor, uh, Schwazer, um, from, um, it was, I think it was Jack Schwazer. Um, he said, you know how you value stocks that don't make, this was 2002. You know how you value stocks that don't make money? And you put a big zero on the board. They're worth nothing because that is what happened in 2001. All the companies that didn't make money, the majority of them went to zero. Yes, they did. You know, look at your history books. They did. The NASDAQ fell 81%. At Excite at Home was supposed to be the search engine that was going to change everything. They were putting, you know, and at home was the cable, you know, the cable internet combined with the search engine. This was going to be the company that changed everything. It went from like $2 a share to $250 a share. It was trading with like a $50 billion market cap. And this was the company that was going to change everything. Where is Excite at Home today? Zero. It went to zero. Nortel Networks, what did it do? 27% of the Canadian market, 27% of the index had grown so much, it went to zero. So these stocks can do that. Don't kid yourself. They can. We're not in that. We're not, like, I'm not saying this is it. We got to sell all our portfolios and they're all going down. But you have to remember, don't get caught is what I'm saying. If you're in something for a trade and you're riding the Tesla bandwagon and, you know, you buy it at 855 today, and it pulls the rug out from it and it goes out down to 800 or 755. There's going to be the majority of people are saying, well, I know it's going to come back, so I don't have to sell. One day it won't come back. One day you will be in a stock that will not come back. So you don't want to get yourself caught. Do not, do not let the trade become an investment. That's one of the point I'm trying to make. Because so many people back in the year 2001 blew out their accounts thinking that the stocks can't go to zero. And they did. Can I do like a real small tangent that could really help all of the thousands of people that are listening to us? Yes. I I don't know if you've done this, but through through your insurance company, you can get like a little thing that tracks on your car. It's called Smart Ride, right? You, have, okay. you heard about this, Dennis? No. And it tracks your driving for like six months. And depending on how you drive you get a discount on your car insurance, right? So we did it for both of our cars, and I hardly drive, right? Um, I got a, 20, better driver? Listen to this. I got a 25% discount. I, I mean, I pay a lot in car insurance, right? And Lisa got a 32% discount. And when I told her that, she goes, yeah, mine would have been higher, except I let you drive my car. I mean, it, it taught, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I pay a lot in in car insurance. You should you should call up your, your your car. I don't know if any people have ever done that, but man, I mean, I'm saving myself 
some big dinero too. I asked Steve Farm. I mean, someone told me. I called up my guy and I'm like, "Why did you tell?" He goes, "Oh, I have it on my car." I'm like, "Well, why the hell didn't you tell me about it for my car?" So, just just do that, man. I know it's weird. I know you people are like I don't want you know watching me, man. If it could save me some bucks, then you should. This might be do the it. weirdest tangent we ever went on. <laughs> I thought you were gonna bring it back to a stock idea, but <laughs> no, I want to make people some money or help them make some money so they have more money to put into uh, Bitcoin. Joel's all about the inches are all around him. The inches you gotta make not... money, man. The inch... you... You gotta save it, man. I'll tell you. And I'm it's and I know that one time I went out to I went to visit my mom and I was driving like a maniac because I was late. That that's probably where I got Nick. That's probably why I didn't get the thirty two percent discount. <laughs> Fine, excuse. Me. Anyways, uh, let's go. Wait, yeah, uh, one last thing on Tesla, and then we'll, we'll move on. Uh, in the spring of twenty nineteen, Kathy Wood came out and said her long term price target on Tesla was four thousand dollars. So that was before the split, but four thousand dollars. Yeah. That's what yeah. she said. Okay. It's there. Yeah. It's there right now. If you yeah. count for the split, that's where it is. Two years later, less than two years later, it went from when she said that Tesla was at 250 or 300, somewhere in that 250 to 300 range. She said 4,000. This, this, the this is the call that made Kathy Wood. This is the call that makes every stock she buys now go up 5%. It is because of Tesla. She's on the map, you know, and obviously it's because she went. You know, she went bold. Nobody was saying stuff like that. Everybody thought she was crazy. Oh my she was God, right. Yeah. Yeah. She was right. So this made her, and this is gonna. She's gonna be a big name. Oh, in the hey, 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 Dennis, stop. Eight twenty nine. Jobs number eight thirty. Crap. Oh, yeah, Dennis, God. Dennis, go wide there. I, I, we don't I, want I, you getting I, picked I, off. I, I lost track. Too late. Um, Sorry. So, 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 no. Bot, 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 bot. Sorry. You know what? I actually did move it just at 8.30.00, so I did get out. I just went cancel all orders. <laughs> that cancel all orders button is a good button when you don't know what's going on. You could have now I got to sit here and I got to put them all back in. Sorry, sorry. It okay, like uh, you could have to put them all back in. Okay, we, we just got a, a jobs number, uh, non-farm payrolls, uh, down 130, 140,000. for That's really? Wait a minute. Let me see if I'm reading this right. The estimate was uh okay. The estimate was for seventy five thousand jobs out of last month, and then the actual number was a uh, hundred down one hundred and forty thousand jobs last month. Unemployment rate expected to where's my numbers here? I'm sorry, I got this is some altitude here, folks. Uh, un- uh, unemployment rate expected to go to rise uh to six point eight percent uh from six point seven percent uh in reality. Man, my computer. I'm sorry, my computer is being slow, and I'm I'm just not. My internet okay. connection is not. Uh, Do the numbers even matter? It's no, all about what don't. the S and P's reaction is, and the reaction is slightly down. And we know what happens. They turn around and find the silver lining, and probably just start rebuying the market again. We're still in this buy the dip mentality, which cannot be shaken. One day it will be, but I don't believe this day is happening right now. All right, yeah, unemployment rate is in line where it was last month. Or the month before, so November, and that's that. One of my overbought indicators that's um, been wrong for like the last three months. Uh, oh, we says- want to hear this one then. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's my indicator that's been wrong forever. Let me give it to you. <laughs> I'll give you this. All right, I will, I'll, I will, I will read a book I, about right. that indicator. I will give you the number. I will. I mean, no, I want to hear it. I know. I forget it. Forget it. You no, heard I want to hear it. You heard what's my your, fe- no. What, what's your indicator that's been wrong? No, I'm not we have to you. Now. No, we you heard my feelings. You can't be mean <laughs> well, and expect start. to get your way all the time, Dennis. No. 
Well, no, I'm not going to give it to you. Here, here's an indicator. It's After- been wrong for the last three months, but I want to give it to you. Yeah. Tell me the one that's been right for the last three months. <laughs> My Kathy Wood indicator has been right for the last three months. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> when you get off the show at nine, I may give it to the people that I like. <laughs> I will never get it. You will never get it. My You'll mom's going to be texting me right now and say, stop picking on Joel. I think it's coming through <laughs> here right now, actually. Stop picking on Joel. All right, we got three minutes. Raz I started coming. it. Raz is coming. He's usually 840, though, so we got a few more minutes. Give us mm-hmm. some tickers. I mean, one thing I wanted to talk about was you can really tell you're in this raging bull market when you start seeing stocks that consumer staples start to get smacked. And I know Coke got downgraded for a couple of days, but you've seen the utility stocks get hit now. You even saw that you know the TLT has been rolling over because bonds and everybody's want stocks. But you think about what's happening, you know, the logistics behind what is happening with selling utilities, selling consumer staples, because nobody wants to sit in there and collect three percent dividend stocks when they're watching their other stocks go up 10, 20 percent a day. So people are like, why the hell am I gonna own Verizon and ATT, um, ATT X dividend, by the way, or Coca-Cola when I can watch, you know, when I can make 20% a day trading or 100% a day trading 3D. Hell I yeah. mean, oh, did you this oh, is happening. Dennis, did you see that move? Oh, and this is a, this is fuel cell part 2 for me. I had 3D systems in the portfolio for a long time. Finally gave up on it back in let's say November, right around the same time I gave up on fuel cell. And I sold it at like $6.50. Never looked at it again. Hoping it goes to zero because I want to steal the ticker symbol. Um, it's twenty five dollars a hits yesterday. I know. I mean, I'm like, my jaw is like literally hitting the desk. This is crazy, Looney Town. There, th- this, this, this candle to put it in perspective just got back like five years of losses in one day. There's five years of pain in that. Everything that we say, stocks can't go up because there's so much overhead supply because it's wrong. So pain. <laughs> Ro- it was before Robin Hood. We got to write in the in CFA. Hey, curriculum writers, we got to write the Robin Hood chapter and what how this impacts stocks because it does. And they don't care that there's people with five years of pain. They just care that this thing's hot as hell right now and it's going higher. And anything could do something for a day. I mean, and then they go up and they're like, oh, this is for real. I mean, this is a stock that has been in the gutter basically since 2014. And all of a sudden, in one day, it goes up 100%. I mean, I did not participate in this whatsoever. I actually, like I said, I was in the stock for a long time. I finally, you know, just got out of it because I got sick of waiting for it. And here it is two months later, going up 100% one day. You know what? On, this on, one... on a headline that isn't even that. What was the headline, Spencer? <laughs> one quarter. Yeah. Go ahead. Give it to him, Spencer. Yeah, they gave guidance for Q4. They gave one quarter of good guidance. Ooh. What oh, if it yeah. Been two quarters. So, so our sales, we are, we are estimated only 139 million. We're seeing them up to 170 million. Yeah. Well, that's got to be worth a double, right? <laughs> Fundamental crunch. Get your CFA pencils out right there. Oh, yeah. I can come up with the $25 price target on that one. Oh, Smart yeah. Not, not oh, bad. boy. Oh, boy. You know what this makes me want to buy? In full disclosure, Insurance? I don't have it, and I'm, and I'm not going to buy it. But you know what this makes me want to buy? Insurance. No, no, camera on a stick. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. That's what. It, do they have other products? I mean, it, go back to GoPro. Does GoPro ever come out with other products? Yes. Yeah, they have uh, 
Uh, Jared so called him the camera on the stick. They have they have wearables. Oh no, that's Garmin. And we yeah. were right, by the way. People people hated us. Me and Joel, if you go back to listen to the 2014, 2015 shows, yes, we've been around that long. Nobody was listening back then. But we talked about the camera on the stick. GoPro. Sorry, Spencer. I'm interrupting. I'm gonna get yelled at my no, mom for interrupting you right. now. But I interrupt everybody all the time. I'm I'm brutal. The, the mean you interrupt your mom. Oh, probably. Oh, she. I learned it from her. No, just kidding. Mom. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding, mom. Just no, kidding. Just... <laughs> in real, I'm in real trouble here now. Wait, continue. Um, continue. But it. But anyways, we were calling this the camera on the stick when the stock was forty dollars, and then it went to sixty dollars, and then it went to eighty dollars, and went to ninety dollars, and I was like, it's still a camera on a stick. And then I. So we hated it from the day from the initial, basically the initial day it came out, and the stock went up two hundred percent. And we hated it ever since, and we've hated it the whole time. So we were wrong for the first month or two months when it was going straight up, but we were right for the last five years. You know what? This market's such a Looney Tune market, Joel. I completely take it right back to what you said. Maybe we should get along GoPro. It, it's just combing the ditches, looking for the trash. And you know what? It's sitting up here bumping against nine. Could the stock go to 19? I would say before yesterday, I would say impossible. I will say now. It's possible because I just watched 3D Systems do it. So what? That's actually a good trashy stock to buy. <laughs> yeah. GoPro. It's, and it's and uh, also, also, man, if you talk and and I don't know how this happened, but the owner and I did an article on this. This is a long time ago. The owner, like one of the major stockholders, got out of a covenant to sell the stock. Um, I don't know. Somehow he wiggled out from J.P. Morgan. And he was able to sell, like, because I don't know, he said he was doing it for a charitable trust or something. And I think he sold there like around 90 bucks. And he sold, I can't remember the guy's name. And I, and I was like, how could you do this? I, go back. I, I remember that. Oh, what's that? I heard an, I heard myself again. Jason's trying to come on. He must have the show on. Oh, yeah, Jason. Keep going. Keep going. Keep your talking. Car. Finish your Turn point. your radio your off point. before you come on the air. Finish right? your point. No, that it, it was like, I don't understand why they let that guy out of that covenant to sell the stock. It was, go back. It, you could find it. It, it was, um, I don't know. I thought that was like the greatest sell signal ever. And uh, I remember the stock going 85 or 90. He was able to dump almost all the stock. Hello? I, I don't remember yeah, that. Sorry. I, I, I was here. Yeah, but Spencer, I was... where are you? I, I I go in and out. I take myself in and out sometimes. Uh, I want to say, if you guys don't follow Dennis, you would love this guy on Twitter. His name is Doctor uh, Parik Patel. Do you follow him on Twitter? No. Uh, he does like hilarious trolley fake financial uh, analysis. Um, like he does. Uh, like I, I'll read you uh, one of his tweets from, from like a month ago. Um. Good morning. This is from December 21st. Good morning, everyone. Since Tesla hit my previous price target, I spent last night doing some more analysis. I'm proud to say I'm very bullish. My revised price target, and he goes on to say, basically, he just doubles. He just like, I did, I'm revising my price target to $2,000. I did this by doubling my price target. Like, he just does like the most like stupid analysis. It's a joke, but it's a a troll account. It's very funny. Dr. Parikh Patel, highly recommend it on on Twitter. Okay. Um, Jason, I got a message from my mother before you go on too. So I'm in trouble for that comment. (laughs) She says, it's not true. I taught you well and tell Joel, I have masking tape. (laughs) 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 
So yes, no, it is true. I just uh, I do interrupt people too much. So uh, J- I do Jason, the masking paper once in a while. J- Jason was here, uh, and and now he's not. So um, let me try to hunt him down because I he was on here for a split second. In the meantime, let's do some tickers because we didn't actually do any. But let's just do one. Um, sure. And, and we'll bring Jason. Right. We'll bring Jason on. I'm oh, here. Jason, Jason's back now. Yes, I'm here. I, I had to do the, because I, it was just a long story. Okay. Um, how did I do it? Because I created the software, as you know, you guys are using and you guys are using it now. So no, I think I, it, I, it took you three months to get on or six months, but we love it. So love, love, love. So I have a secret code to jo- job myself in so you can't even control me. Ah, Joel's mad. Um, funny ass show. Joel, you crack up the insurance thing, that car insurance thing, that thing about saving money. That's going to be the new segment, the Joel personal finance saving tip of the day. I, I love that. You heard of that though, right? Stock rent, all this. Yeah, yeah, I heard of it. I just don't have it. All this, but Dennis was in a stock rant, and all of a sudden you're like, "Wait a second, guys! I got to tell you something." It was, it was like the like, commercial for Geico cool. Insurance. Yes, yes, <laughs> it was great. It was great, Joel. I actually, I loved it. It was, it was phenomenal. But I've heard of it. I never, and I, um, I actually, my wife called the insurance company because I wasn't driving my car. You know, when I was at home, and they said, "Well, we're giving you a credit for next year, not this year." Well, what good does that do for me? I don't know. So you, you have a better insurance provider, I guess. You know. So uh, I have some notes. And, and Raz, you're you're looking good. Um, where are the specs? The specs. Specs are oh the specs. specs. Where's your glasses? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I, I have contacts in. I have oh, contacts. Right. Okay. Okay. Because 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 I'm in Florida, and so I'm in Florida right now. How long I are you there for? for? Ever forever. If I wasn't coaching a flag football team, I don't think I'd want to. I don't think I'd That's come back. But, um, That's the place to oh, hide out. That's the place. Coaching Jason's flag football team, or not Jason Josh's? Yes, my first time ever coaching a team, and I went and recruited a cra- crazy uh, team and all that stuff. I I bought Facebook ads, spent about four hundred bucks. I recruited from all over the state, and I've never coached. And I went on YouTube and I bought a video um, how to coach flag football, and I paid sixty nine dollars. And this guy. You know, give his whole instructions and all this stuff. So I'm learning and watching videos, and hopefully I'll be good. All right, but I try not get out. try not to get barred from the league like I did in girls softball from coaching. We got to tell that story another time. All right, I got to leave. <laughs> I think so. I, I, I got yeah. Bring that's it a back piece. in. All right, I got to leave here at eight fifty two, and I have four quick things. Um, Ideanomics is moving today. That company's presented our small cap conference. I don't remember the symbol that's right now to symbol. tell you, Joel. I don't remember. Uh, idea. I don't know. Ideanomics. It's I just I, keep it's seeing ID, it IDEX, I believe. Okay. But I don't know why it's moving, but it, maybe it's because uh, EV. I just wanted to say, because I know we talked about it in the show like three weeks ago. It was at the Benzinga Small Cap Conference. That's all I'll say on that. Then I'm going to go to what Dennis was talking about, Kathy Wood. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but it, earlier in 2020, in February, I spent a good two hours with Kathy Wood in person in Detroit, Michigan. I was actually going to drive her to the airport, but then I'm like, ah, I have to go all the way to the airport and all that, you know. Um, and so I spent two hours with her and we recorded the conversation. She told me her whole vision, the Tesla calls. The, this was when Tesla was around, like what Spencer said, 350, 400. And I also just think it's crazy. You know, I've been saying Tesla, Tesla, Tesla for, you know, five, four years, three years. It's probably been my top pick on the show. And people would always like, you know, Spencer used to tease me about it, but it's kind of crazy to me that that stock then becomes what it is today. I mean, to go from when we started talking about it from what, you know, $78 to 4,000 um, is just, 
I look at my portfolio and I just can't like, I can't even fathom it. And it's like, um, there's one of these things that doesn't happen. And it's, it's like when I sold Amazon at $10 a share guys, um, that would be worth like 3 million today. So, um, it's not as big as that, them. but it's like that. What, what I are your, it. what are your thoughts here? I mean, I can't go up forever. Right. What are your thoughts here? Do you, so, do you, do you buy some puts? Do you ring the register on some? I mean, what are your thoughts? How do you approach a winner? This is a good question. We have a winner this big. How do you approach it? What do you do with it? Yep. Okay. Um, so you know the movie The Waterboy and the, the girlfriend tells uh, Lynn Swan what the end, the end score is going to be? I don't remember that. The, you know, in the game, like they said, if the, if she was on the, she was given water and Lynn said, who's going to win? And she's like, the mud dogs, the mud dogs, 31 to 20, <laughs> yeah, and they yeah, won yeah, 31 yeah. 23. That's a great. Okay, yeah. The mud dog. Okay. So I feel like. The the guy that I work with on Tesla, he's he he is that girl, because he has called it to a T. I and mean, I call battery day to a T, but he's called the whole Tesla trade to a T. Like um, three weeks ago or four weeks ago, I said I want to buy some other stocks. Um, there's a stock Clean Spark, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, I want to you know sell some of my Tesla and put in Clean Spark. He goes, Jason. If there's one thing I can tell you, do not sell Tesla for the next three weeks. I promise you. You know. And then he oh, also told me that bet by Thanksgiving. No, that was three weeks ago. So, oh. and so then, he, then, then Thanksgiving. Remember, he said it'd be at six hundred bucks. It was at three ninety, and that's when everyone was saying it was dead money. Oh my God! Sorry, hold on. Shoot, am I still on? Yep. Yeah, you're still on. Sorry, you guys there? All right. Yeah, all right. No, we're, well, here. we're here. We're here. We're here. Josh called my cell phone. My headset. Went off. Uh, Jason, we're, we're, right. we're with you. All right. All right. So, so what's okay, your guy saying? So, 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 so. I haven't read the, the, the reality is we've been saying he's been saying I've been saying that it's going to hit a thousand dollars. OK, been saying that for since the split that it's going to go from 70 to a thousand dollars. That's what he's been saying since the get go. And he hasn't changed. I'll tell you what I did, Dennis. I yep. sold my first shares of Tesla in probably seven months. I sold five shares of Tesla, the smallest five amount shares. ever. Which was, what, are you cracking up? Yeah. 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 Five, five shares, five shares, five shares. And I have multiple hundreds of shares. Um, I sold, I sold, I sold five shares. I just had to, I wanted to sell a little more, but um, I'm probably going to sell another five shares today. Okay. The biggest thing that I have on Tesla though, is this call out these call options that are January 15, five forties. Those are, and, and they're up from like, say I spent $1,500 on them, Dennis. Like on one call, they're at yeah. twenty three thousand, and that's like the one that's crazy. And Dennis and Joel, you'll remember this when I had those crazy calls and I called you guys, you know, offline privately to ask for advice, and I end up selling them. And what I've learned, Dennis, is anytime I've sold Tesla, I've been wrong. wrong move. Yeah. Every day has been a it's been the wrong move. And what you yeah. said, Dennis, is about one day you're gonna wake up with Tesla down a hundred bucks. That so could happen. It just seems like but it doesn't even matter at like this point in time. I mean, it's it's yeah, done. That's that. your point. Yeah, it, it's done that. You you've woken up and it's been down a hundred bucks, and you know what? A month later, it's back. I mean, so who, this has been an unbelievable hold for you, and you know, for Joel too. Joel's long it too. I mean, unbelievable. I just don't know, like, at what time, at what point in time, you just say, okay, 
all the value is in here. I mean, it's the fifth most valuable or sixth most valuable company in the world. Is it going to be the most valuable? No, I mean, it, if you're it, buying it, it here. Now. It, it's, it overtook Facebook yesterday. It's five now. Yeah, but, yeah. but, 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 but like, if we go back, if we want our editors to go back and like look at clips and we debated it, dead money this and all this stuff, it's not a car company. It really isn't. That's what, that's the thing. Like, it's not a car company. And every time Elon Musk would say outrageous things, like, I'm going to introduce this car, this car, and everyone just said, there's no way, there's no way. And, and, and you guys would say that GM and Ford are going to wipe Tesla away. And I disagree because GM and Ford, their business model doesn't let them uh, wipe Tesla away. They can't. They can't unless they forgo their dealerships. That that dealership model does not work against a company like Tesla. Is the yeah, valuation stop, done? Though. Stop, Jason. I want to interrupt you. We, we, it's not about the automotive. You just said it's not a car company. That's where yeah. I want to go. So everybody says it's not a car company. It's technology company. But I see cars and I see solar. What else are they doing? It's so not a car whole, company. So you could say it's a solar company it's and an a car company. No, an, an, what an, else? An, you can't say it's a an, space an, company. People, I get this argument company. all the time. I, I get this argument all the time. People say it's a space company. They think that they own SpaceX. Tesla and SpaceX are two separate companies. So it's not yeah, a space true. company. It's not like they say, oh, he's going to put you know us all on Mars and we're going to colonize Mars and we're going to make all the money through Tesla. If you're going to colonize Mars, you're going to make the money through SpaceX. So... Yeah. What is you're getting Musk, but I would rather own SpaceX to be honest with you. If it was public, I guess you could buy it privately. Uh, but you know, if that was a public company, what 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 is it then? What is Tesla if it's not a car company and a solar company? What is it? Yeah, absolutely. And the t chat is going crazy. And XII Elon Musk once tweeted, "The stock is too high," and that was the last time that I sold shares. I fell for that 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 call when he said it was too high. But Tesla is an energy company, Dennis. So think of DT Energy. Think of energy companies. Think of anything that takes energy. That is what Tesla is. In Puerto Rico, Tesla has a $2 billion grid out there that powers half the solar island. company. Um, solar. Cars so, and solar. No, but no, but solar is just part of it. It's energy. So think it's not always going to be solar. In some regions, solar doesn't work well. So they have this storage with a battery. They have this battery that can store power better than anyone, anyone else knows how to. So I say it's an energy company, which is bigger than solar. That's my take. I mean, I'm on board with you. I've said, I said this back at 700 a week and a half, but I'm on board as a trade. I'm not on board as an investment. And I get off very quickly on trades. Um, I just have challenged, like people say, why don't you put Tesla in your long-term portfolio? And I just can't grasp, you know, even though you say it's technology, I can't grasp how this can be the most valuable company in the world. No, I mean, Amazon went from a market cap and this was tweeted, I think, I, somebody else tweeted this yesterday, but it took them 10 years to go from a market cap of like Wayne, 150 Wayne billion Wayne, to 750 Wayne. billion. 10 years. Yep. And, and the, the sales growth was immense. Here you have Tesla was just gifted it. They've just been know, gifted this market cap without the sales. I don't under, yep. I can't understand it. Fundamentally, I can't understand it. Yep. Wayne Duggan tweeted that, by the way. It's a great tweet. Is that, um, yeah, 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 it was Wayne. It was one of our yeah, yeah. one of our guys. Yeah, great yeah, yeah, yeah. And great then he tweet. wrote, yeah. He just actually wrote back. He actually just wrote back to you. But I only have like two and a half minutes. I just want to do right, a couple right. more quick things. Um, so in December, December 24th, this is funny, guys. I'm, I'm not gonna play the clip because you Dennis will say I'm out of my I'm out of my mind. But um, and maybe I was my son, Josh Rasnick and Riley are very into TikTok and they met a TikTok celebrity and the TikTok celebrity told them how to like do the TikTok algorithm, which is get people to watch your video for more than six seconds and you can start to rank higher. OK. And so my son does all these things now and I'm getting to a point. My son does all these things now, like 
if you believe he asked a question, if, if um, okay, like, um, you know, why, when you bite your tongue, does it hurt? Why, when you bite your tongue on purpose, it doesn't hurt. And then why are you doing that now? Like stuff like that. And then people tune in and you get a lot more clicks. So I said to my son, Josh, watch, I will get stock traders to go crazy for me. So I got on TikTok December 21st and I, said, and I jumped in the scene. I'm like, like in the loudest voice ever. I got two stocks for you that I will guarantee will be up in January. And if they're not, I will send you an Amazon gift card. Two stocks, it'll be up more than 20% in January. Guaranteed. I felt like I was like an auto show, like a sales guy, okay? But I had I had to show excitement. And I'm saying this is my opinion. I didn't have any facts. It was like my, you know, I think they'll be up. So I gave two stocks. One was Upwork, which hasn't done, hasn't done anything. I'm not going to swear, Joel, which hasn't done which hasn't done anything since I said it, okay? It's done zero, so it's flat, so the story's boring so far. And the other one is CleanSpark. Like I um, like I just looked at the video before the show. CleanSpark's up 140%, and no one likes the TikTok, but I just that's my other stock that I bought recently, guys, at the end of December, CleanSpark, um, to get off the grid as well. So um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are trading that, CLSK, with charts over Joel, but that's another sure. one I've been trading. All right. I, uh, you that was a long story But if you go to my TikTok, I think it's yeah. Raznik One. You guys can go see where I call this this um this clean spark. And um yeah, so CLSK. All right. And then, I don't, and then, I don't and then want you to be late for your next. And then, I, mean, I know, I know, I know. And then, wait, before you come, one last thing. The t- the, t- the 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 most profitable book I've ever read because Dennis was talking about books and the history. The most profitable book I ever read was a book by Ashley Vance, A S H L E E, um, on on Elon Musk, and it's just about how he makes anything happen. And that's when I that's why I stayed in my Tesla position. Um, but I obviously I should have bought more shares. I didn't. Me and Dennis will talk about that all the time. If Dennis like knew how much knowledge I had, like how much I loved Tesla back then, he said, "Jason, you should have sold your stocks you didn't like and put it in Tesla." I didn't think like that. I was dumb, but whatever. Wait, I, Rez, Rez, I, I want to tell you before we go. Uh, I was at the office yesterday. My, my weekend reading this book that we had, we had Josh Brown on, on our show last month. Or oh, how is it? Yeah. November. No, I didn't start. This is my project for the weekend. I'm going to start reading this weekend. This is how I invest my money. I will report back. I have high expectations for this book. Okay. Uh, All right. Thank you guys. Yep. And uh, hit the like and subscribe. The show has been great. You guys, I got to tell you one little thing. The show has been so good that when I go shower sometimes at 815, I actually bought a Bluetooth speaker because I couldn't <laughs> handle. No, I'm not joking. It's right in here. It's right in my bag here. I couldn't handle not listening to the show. My my phone, I broke one phone because of you guys. I got water on it, and they say that the phone's waterproof. BS, it's waterproof. So I got this Bluetooth speaker. Here it is. All right. I got this speaker because of you guys. The one thing I'm going to say is for some reason, Dennis, your voice is way deeper than Joel and Spencer's on the speaker in the shower. So I'm going to have to, I, I need to adjust audio levels. But all right, <laughs> I don't guys. Know how you change my voice. Um, great great, great show. Like, hey, I'm, hey, I'm like hey. the bass pounded off your shower walls. Boom, yes, boom, you boom. are. You are. You are. You're <laughs> like the bass. But by the way, one more thing. One more thing. GAN is positive yes. now, Dennis. G A N is positive. You better I got to tell you one thing about Jason Raznick. He has been right about all this stuff. And I like to play devil's advocate. I like to argue with him on Tesla. I have been wrong on Tesla valuation for a long time. You know, I've argued, you know, and not put in my long-term portfolio, which was a mistake. I've had it long for trades, but it should have been my long-term portfolio. Jason's been right about a lot of things. So congratulations. It's been the right call. All right, uh, 8.55, let's do some tickers, finally, from our chat. We haven't really gotten to many uh, today, although we've talked about it a few times. Uh, let's see. 
Let's go to uh, someone asked about Alibaba. They asked about that every day. I don't know what there was to say. De- uh, Dennis, how freaked out are you still about Alibaba? Still freaked out. Think about what the market is doing and think about what Alibaba is doing. The relative strength on this is horrendous. I mean, everybody's you know saying, oh, yeah, the 225. Dennis, I bought your stock from you. Well, it's right back there again. So I'm still long a small piece. Um, I did lift the insurance on it too, so I'm fully long the small piece, but I don't know. Um, I'm still nervous because I don't know what they're going to do over there. Maybe they're going to, you know, just Jack Ma move him away from the company and maybe I let Alibaba do its thing. I love Alibaba, the company, until I get more clarity on what the regulators are going to do over there. I'm just sitting with what I've got. So if they look like the regulators are going to push past and they're going to, you know, obviously start to, you know, move past Alibaba. But let's see what the results of this, you know, they're looking at it from a monopolistic perspective. They're looking at it from, you know, and the regulators are giving it scrutiny. Let's see what the results of that are, because I am concerned. Okay. ADT. This isn't a quiet one. We don't talk about very often on our show. The, uh, The home security company. It's kind of, this is the kind of crap that's going to go right now. You know what? I don't mind the stock chart at all. I mean, we're looking, you're looking, now you're at a point where you got to look for what hasn't gone. You look for what stocks, you know, are, and this is towards the end usually, but, you know, people are looking around what hasn't gone yet. I got to find something. They're looking at what's in the gutter and what could start to go. I mean, the stock could start to go here just because it's been in the gutter. And this is the kind of stocks that are starting to run now, you know. But the one thing is you could say, oh, is ADT a technology company? It's a security company, you know. So, you know, people were arguing this, but. I mean, I don't mind this level. You had the big break from July. Joel went from 8 to 16. I don't remember what that headline was, but it was sold wickedly. And you're back here. You're back at that support area. So if you're taking a flyer on it now, I don't mind it. I kind of like the risk-reward down here. Uh, I just I, – I think I'll pass on this one just because, I mean, can't you like, get your and, – and we don't – there are a lot of ways to get alarms now, you know? Well, the, well there's always been a lot of ways to get alarms. Yeah, sure. but no, I mean, like, I know – Comcast and I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of competition out there. And, I, I, yeah, you tell me that you mean tell me that Amazon can't just make one of these things in like five seconds, right? I'm sure they could. Yeah, just squash I, you know, I, I don't um, know, but no, I mean, the, going on, you know, what Dennis is talking about. Yeah, why the hell not? Looks like it's been struggling at uh, the 850 area a little bit. You clear 850. I mean, you got it out. Um, you know, who knows with these kind of things if. Uh, you know, I don't think any analysts covered or anything. This is the but... why not market, Joel? I'm sorry. Why not? This is the I mean, why, why not? Market. Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Tesla one thousand. Why not? Why? Not? I mean, we're 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 at we're completely disconnected from everything. I mean, and you know, we can move away from Tesla. There's just, everything's disconnected from everything. Story Joel. gets hot, stock goes up ridiculously. This is just completely disconnected from fundamentals of whole market. So why not? Joel, can you bring up the chart of Coke? Because uh, they they've now gotten three downgrades in the last what like four days. Wow, this is what I was talking about though. Even yeah. if without the downgrades, stuff like this is getting smacked right now. Who the hell wants to go and put their money in Coke for a three percent dividend? People are not. Is that sexy? Is that a story? People are all into the story right now. Do I want to own Coke in my long term portfolio? Maybe because you know what, it isn't going to go down fifty percent in a day. You know, and, and it, what you saw in Sarepta today, you will start to see in individual stocks. You will start to see that happen. This is, you remember the first ball to fall back in 1999 or 2000? You remember the first ball to fall? No, what was it? Do you it? remember? 
what really kickstarted it in, in the middle of it, which was the jaw dropper back then, it was when Lucent Technologies reported earnings and it had closed the previous day at 110 and it opened at 55. And I was like, and this was the most wide, because this was an AT&T spinoff, it was one of those most widely owned stocks in the entire US and opened down 50% in one day. And everybody is like, how is that possible? What just happened? How can I lose half of my money in this thing? This is loose in technologies. And that was the one that started. And then you started seeing other stocks do down 50%, down 50% in a day. So not like, you know, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to put my stop down 3%. There was no stop. It was an earnings report, but there was no stop. You opened down 50%. Like Strepta, you can say, oh, I own a 168 and this is a, a biotech. I mean, but they do this. But loose technology wasn't the kind of stock to do this. And it did it. And that's what can happen. So you just have to remember when you're all in on margin, you know, I see Chris Camilo tweeting out, he's all in on margin, he's 200% in the market, and he's got out of the money calls and stuff too. And Chris has been right the whole time. And we've had Chris on the show. I love Chris. I would never do what Chris is doing because I can remember 1999. And if you go all in on margin, 200% of your equity is worth, and you're wrong, you lose a lot of money. Chris has made a lot of money and maybe he's comfortable to lose a lot of money. I'm not. I don't like losing a lot of money. So it's just my risk, your risk tolerance, right? But I don't go on margin in my investment portfolio at all because the day of reckoning could happen and it could be today, it could be tomorrow, it could be two years from now. But going all in, especially if you're going all in on one stock, you could have your Sarepta moment or your Lucent Technologies moment. You don't want to get wiped out. You don't want to blow out your account because you're all in on one stock. Just stay diversified. Hey, Dennis, good question here before we wrap things up. Um, Ray Rayner, how does the downgrade move some stocks so much and some don't even move? You know, like <laughs> That's a Coca- great question. <laughs> you know, Coca-Cola. I, I think just because, you know, pretty wide, you know, institutionally held, maybe yeah. some of these institutions ex- actually listen to analysts and will make moves based on that. But also, uh, Ray, it's also like the multiplier effect, too. Like one downgrade, yeah. And then another downgrade, yeah. So sometimes we call it analyst, you know, it's not really analyst chasing price, but just kind of ganging up on a stock. So, but I'll tell you right now, um, you know, let's see what happens at 50 bucks here. I know it's it's bouncing a little bit, but that's where it broke out from. Let's see if it hangs in there for a couple of days. Uh, you know, maybe get a little bit of a bounce if, you, if you're looking to unload this on a, a little bit of a bounce as a, I mean, what, 52 and a half. I mean, if it ever gets back up to that area, 52, 52 and a half, you'll see a lot of sellers on the way back up. The answer to your question is certain stocks can do certain things. Coca-Cola is not a stock that's ever going to go up 100% a day because it's Coca-Cola. It's too thick. It's too widely owned. You know, it's like how what's, you know, it's just too big of a company and it's a consumer staple, which is a conservative stock. So it's never going to fall that much either. So when you get a downgrade on Coke, you know, the banks are a great example. Bank gets downgraded, knocks it down like half a percent, maybe 1%. You get a downgrade of Fubo, it goes down 10% because there's so much more, you know, and I expect the, the average daily rent. There's so much more unknown about the price. There's so much more price uncertainty. So when you have analyst action on a stock like Tesla, there's a lot more price uncertainty in that, and it moves the price a lot more. There's a lot of price certainty in a stock like Coke. People are, you know, it's got a 3% dividend, AT&T. It's got a 7% dividend. They're more comfortable with there it is. So there's short-term price certainty in a stock like that, where Tesla is still in, in price discovery mode all the time. 
Nobody really knows what it's worth. Nobody and, knows anything. You know, believe it or not, Kathy, nobody knows anything. People just make calls and they predict stuff, but nobody knows. So when you when you come in on a stock like Coke, it just doesn't have the capabilities to move down 5% on a downgrade. You know, if it moved down 5% on a downgrade, all these, you know, money managers that are dividend-oriented plays would be backing up the truck. So it's just a different style of a stock. That's why if you're listening to our show back uh, when in like in November, when Pfizer made that move from 36 to 43, it's six dollars. So it's seven seven dollars. Yeah. Well, a huge move for a stock like Pfizer, which is in in the Dow, just like Coke is, right? It, these yes. are like these are Dow stocks. These are like stodgy stocks that so yes. a seven dollar move on Pfizer is huge. huge. And that equivalent would it would be the same thing in Coke, right? Same thing. Yeah, it was just too much too fast. Same thing with Gilead, you know, when it was moving up on the vaccine. I mean, you don't see Gilead pop up 15. This is Gilead. This is, you know, one of the biggest pharmaceutical companies. All, you know, it's got a dividend. I mean, this is just not a stock that moves 15 points on a headline. And those were selling opportunities when you get these crazy moves on these stocks. And even like 3D systems. I mean, okay, yeah, it could just do anything. But that was probably a long-term selling opportunity yesterday. Is it going to 50? Probably not. This is the craziest market in the world, so I'm never going to say never anymore. I'm going to need to eliminate that because sometimes I say it'll never get back there. Never say never in this market, but in all likelihood, that's you know stock doubles in a day, rings the register at least on some of it, takes some of the profits. I mean, I did it wrong in Fubo. I I, I took some of the profit. I should have took it all, and the stock you know goes from thirty to sixty in four days. When a stock doubles in four days, you ring the register on some of it because stocks shouldn't be doing that. But they do. I mean, when they want to give it to that much that fast, take some of the profits. Take your initial investment back out of it. Because you know what? Sometimes they're going to turn into FUBOs and they're going to give it all back in the next seven days. Sometimes they're going to continue to go higher. But, I mean, when they just go parabolic like that, it's a good thing to run the register. At least on some. All right. I think that's a good place to wrap it up here. Uh, So smash that like button on youtube uh, or facebook or, or wherever uh, you're watching this uh thanks to our guest of course jason rasnick and all of you in our chat catch a replay of this on youtube or on every major podcast platform and for all you podcast listeners please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes not for investing or trading advice email us with any questions comments concerns hate mail love mail whatever pre-market at benzinga.com And that's it. We'll be back at 3.40 p.m. Eastern Time. Until then, have a good rest of your day and good luck in your trades. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.